0: Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, and I'm your host. Today, we're going to talk about nodding loops. Are they real or imagined? If you're new to the podcast, I'm so happy that you're here, and if you've been here before, it's glad to have you back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Lost, and I'm the Managing Director and Founder of the Brief Lab, where we help set an elite communication standard for professionals that really want to be clear and concise every day. The point of this podcast is pretty straightforward. It's to help you strengthen your skills as a communicator, understanding how difficult it is around you to be effective. We are absolutely barraged by information, overwhelmed with distractions, and it's just all becoming kind of noise. So what do you do? How do you stand out? And that's really the point of the Brief Lab is to help people. In this really critical skill set. So this podcast, today we're gonna to talk about nodding. You know, your head goes up and down, yeah, I agree on what you're saying. And there's this phrase that I heard recently that just really inspired me to write to do this podcast because um, it really triggered something in me, which is okay, is it real or imagined? Is this person really following what I'm saying, or are they pretending? Okay. Are they following the flow? Can I see this visual indicator, their heads going up and down like they're following the flow what I'm saying? they're really tracking, really understanding or are they falling asleep? How do you know? In my course, I tell a story about a briefing where there was you know 150 soldiers in a room where the person giving the briefing was looking at all these heads nodding. They weren't listening, they were just pretending. They just they wanted to get out of there. It's an hour and 10 minutes of just going on and on and on, and you know, they, they, it was impossible for them to follow. So how do you know that head nodding, that that visual cue, is, is something that you should be, recognize as an indicator of success or a predictor of failure? It's, it's, it's hard to know. So that's what we're going to tackle today. Why am I doing this? When I was on a trip, I mentioned this in the last podcast, I went to Germany and I was there for a few days and it was fascinating. It was awesome to work with this company, biotech company, really great people, really super talented uh, group of marketers. And one of the guys there, his name is Robert, came um, at one of the breaks and we started a conversation. And we were just talking about our brief methodology about how to create structure and clarity and flow. And, you know, he, he's he's he been around. He's an experienced guy. So we were having a deeper conversation around how do you get to this moment where the person that you're talking to is just, they start to, it starts to create like a, almost like a frequency or resonance where their head starts nodding in the moment when you're hitting these notes where they're just really following along. And he said, it's like a nodding loop. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, a nodding loop is when you really start to, to speak in a very specific way, where the person is just their head starts to just nod with the words that you're saying, and it's almost like you've hit a frequency. And and I'm like, I've never heard that term before. I mean, I obviously I've seen people nod when I th- think that they're tracking. He's like, no, you can. He was talking about like when I was when I would talk, he would talk to reporters or or, or key business people, and they would really prepare the messages to to resonate with an audience, and then they would start to see the nodding, but the nodding was not contrived. It wasn't fake. It was real. And And I'm like, that's fascinating how you can create that that moment. And it doesn't last forever, but it really becomes this moment where the person is just with you, completely with you. They're, they're in step with, with what you're saying. Their listening is on the same frequency with what you're talking about. They're just completely in tune. And he called that a nodding loop. And I thought, wow, that's fascinating. Um, But it can also be a misleading signal. What if the person isn't really listening, but what if they're faking it? Like that briefing I was just talking about. How do you know the difference? How do you know the difference? Um, And it's not easy because there's an enormous part of us that wants that nodding as affirmation. I'm looking for some type of a visual indicator that affirms they like what I'm saying and they appreciate what I'm saying. Like, I'm doing this podcast now and I can't see any, anybody listening to it. So how do I know that people will be able to track? It's not easy, and that's where the preparation, we talk about this quite a bit in our courses and certainly on this podcast, I talk about it. I did a podcast a few weeks ago about the importance of preparation. In being in tune with the audience about what the audience really needs, are we giving them what we want? I mean, a couple of things just to think about this as we tackle this: is it is it real or imagined? Is this nodding um, a, a, a you know a warning sign, or is it a is it a is it a you know green light like keep going? This is great. I think the first thing we need to think is okay, fake listening is is a thing. <laughs> people when you get really distracted and you got a lot going on and you're you've if you've read the book brief taken the course there's been a webinar you here this term we use um, that a friend of mine Sharon Ellis, shared with me many years ago called the elusive 600 and then the brain is processing you know 750 words a minute we can listen I mean we can speak at about 150 words per minute so if you do the quick math the brain can can process four you know four times faster 600 more words per minute than you can than you can speak. So you've got a lot of mental processing power in your brain and then in, inside of that gets people get distracted thoughts pop in your head your words that people say can trigger thoughts and you can drift off and people multitask and they handle a lot, of, a lot of different things and they're juggling balls so to speak. you know and while they're listening to you they're they're under the illusion that they can listen to you and think about all these different things and, and have them all really in focus. And the reality is it's elusive. Our attention is elusive and it's easy to lose people. And you've seen this before, like you're in a conversation and and you're you're listening to a person and then they say something and your mind just quickly goes off and you start thinking about an event that happened to you when you were younger or um, it it provoked an emotion and you start thinking about it and you're still listening but you're not really listening. You're half listening. It's divided. Your listening is divided. Um, In that moment... Fake listening is a thing. People can pretend like they're listening. you, could, you can use your elusive 600 to tell yourself, maintain eye contact, keep on nodding, listen to occasional cues while you're, you're doing something and it creates this moment where, going back to that briefing I talked about, you know, the guy looks out into the crowd and he sees 150 soldiers sitting there listening to him and you know every third or fourth head and just periodically is, is doing the fake nod listening. Well, when he looks at it collectively, he he he, he thinks, "Well, they love me. I'm going to keep on talking." And he ended up talking for an hour and hour plus. And they all wanted him to be end be done. How did he miss the cue? You know, how did he miss the cue? He wanted to be liked and affirmed. He wanted to be clear, but that doesn't mean he was clear. So he 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 misread the whole thing. That nodding. That should have been an indication indicate an indicator that he was being clear was super misleading. And he 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 erred on the other side, he just kept on going, which was hilarious if you think about it, but painful at the same time. People were just nodding to show, you know, to, you know, to show them that I'm listening, but they weren't listening at all. And he looks at the nodding like they like him. Talk about m- miscues. It was it was a disaster. I think one of the things that I look at is. All right, if fake listening is a thing, i got to recognize that I need to follow a summary, a flow, a structure that indicates that the, and we talk about this, the executive summary is, okay, well, I can say right out the gate, well, okay, what am I talking about and why is it important? Because those are the questions that people have in their mind when they want the executive summary, when they want you to be clear, they want you to be concise okay, what are you talking about? And you say it and you're clear. And you've said it before and you've rehearsed it and you've, you're not saying it for the first time and you're not just saying it in the moment. You're, you've thought about it and you've, you've revised it. You've changed the subject line of the email or you've changed the opening of your, of your meeting or your presentation or you've thought about what are the first few things that you're going to say when you walk into your boss's office, followed by, well, why am I doing this? Well, when you answer those two questions... You are following the flow in our brief methodology of main boxes. What are you talking about in the background and the relevance and why is this important? You've already got those things down. Those are key components of a structured, clear, flowing way of communicating. When the mind hears that in that order, it starts to connect the pieces because you've already connected the puzzle. You put the pieces together for them. Their brain has less work to do, and it's easier for them to follow. So I would highly recommend just following the brief map or the brief approach, which is give me the point up front, tell me why I'm doing it, give me the body, give me the conclusion, piece those together, practice it, prepare it, say it out loud, think about how people are hearing it, and and then as you do that, it becomes more and more refined, smoother, easier to listen to, more logical, um, easier to digest. What that will do is it'll create in the person a harmony and a resonance in their listening. And let me say that again. That level of clarity in being concise and the consistency creates a harmony and a resonance in their listening. It starts to it. Re, there's a frequency to it where it really starts to make sense to people. But you know that it makes sense to them because you've thought about it in advance and you've thought about them. You've thought about how hard it is to listen. You've thought about all the places that their brain can be, and you've taken the efforts to prepare it so it's easier for them to follow. And once you do that, the reward is they start nodding, right? You start getting it going, and people make that happen. Now, so you don't get crazy in this, this nodding loop, going back to this conversation I had with Robert in Germany, it doesn't last forever, and it shouldn't last forever, don't get greedy. If you find yourself have really done your homework and you're really prepared and it's super clear and really easy to follow and it starts to create this frequency, this resonance in are listening where the head starts nodding like they're right? like, I'm really tracking. Um, that should end and turn into a conversation. That should end and turn into a response or a reaction that validates the, the nodding loop. It should turn into action, not praise. You're not looking for a claim, affirmation, or praise right now. The mistake that that guy, when he was given the briefing, did is he looked out in the crowd. He's like, I'm looking for people to like what I'm saying. It's not about people liking what you're saying. It's about people following what you're saying, making it easier for them to track or follow along. Once you've done that, th- then you know that it's it's the same. I've used this analogy before. Like a comedian, comedians create the structure and flow and the audiences, they're with them, but you lead them to a punchline. Don't get greedy because it'll, it'll be your undoing. So if you want to know what's real or imagined, stop and ask them what they think. Just saying.